because I'm vaccinated. Out of place, we ain't caring about your feelings here. Anytime, any place, you can feel it here. Steven Daniel out of space, so we clear the air. Any topic, and it's safe, so just be prepared. Don't assume, keep it straight, we might keep it fair. The news page, we gon' keep it real. If you tune in, then you sick for real. A Bluetooth, we took the red pill. Every image in the video, talk about it. Different views on the subject, we must talk about it. At the end of the day, we just talking, homie. Only me in the room, but it's like a party. Introducing... Steven Daniel, author, artist, all-around great fucking guy. First, let's say happy birthday to Out of Place. Hello, my lovely Out of Placers. I hope you had a fantastic month. We finally know where the military is sending us this summer. And we're going to Charleston, South Carolina. I'm looking forward to it. Now our media family will be eight hours away. And my favorite place in the world, Orlando, will be five hours away. Can't wait. Anyways, we got another short episode for you this month. I will be talking about my frustration with all the that's been going on lately. Brent talks meta, so grab your favorite drink and enjoy the episode. Time to get touchy. Get ready to be triggered. Sensitive topics. Oh, look, they're about to cry. All consensus, we'll see. Nobody likes a snowflake. What is Stephen's problem today? Want to hear a joke? A pedophile and a convicted felon walk into a bar, but an unvaccinated can't. Enough is enough. I'm tired of the Biden inflation. I'm tired of the masks. I'm tired of the vaccination arguments that seem to have gone nowhere. I'm tired of the stupid political bickering. I'm tired of the government's broken promises. I'm tired of the way things have been going. Let's talk about the masks. Everything else I can tune out and ignore. Well, the inflammation is but I'm already used to paying high prices in California. Anyways, mask has become a part of routine life. Part of the trash you see on the side of the roads now. I don't wear masks unless I have to. Besides going to the airport, being on the plane, and going to Disney here in Cali or in Orlando, I've only been asked twice in the past two years to put my mask on. One person right at the beginning of all this shit at Walgreens, and one this past January where this rude fuck at the Cheesecake Factory was like, Can you put your mask on? Do you have a mask? Can you put it on? Like, you rude and when i was asked those two times i acted stupid and like oh yeah 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 i got one right here many of those times i just don't want to deal with the i know that there are people that weren't as lucky as me that didn't get asked several times by workers or even karens and i am sorry you had to deal with that kind of but i'm told that people don't approach me because i'm a 293 pound hispanic with a beard whose resting face looks like i'm gonna kill someone that's what i've been told but you know what as an introvert i'm happy they don't bother me i am anyways these masks are a nuisance i do have faith in the future though i do believe things will get better not only because i believe in god but because this happens every century before rona there was the spanish flu in 1918 that lasted a couple of years before that the first cholera pandemic came into play between 1817 and 1824 and before that the great plague of marseille in 1720 each time us humans got through it it wasn't easy but we got through it 
as for today's chaos, I do believe that things are going to get better because the Democrats are not going to give the Republicans this easy ammunition in November. It would be so easy for the Republicans to win just by saying, hey, we're we're against the mandates and, and we'll fix the inflation. You know, we'll we'll fix all that. That's all they have to say. So the Dems are going to do their best to end all of this headache real soon. Watch. You'll see. Look at this past weekend. The Super Bowl was here in Los Angeles, where in the United States, just like in New York, had very strict mandates. But because of money and celebrity hypocrisy, it's all over. People were maskless during the Super Bowl. The very same people who posted many tweets about the importance of masks. They can't go back to their platform and still tell people to mask up, still pump up that vax. You can't come from that. When I look back at all the that we went through since 2020, a lot of this was very unnecessary. We didn't need to go through all this that came from people spreading false information they heard from their favorite actor or talk show host. People ate whatever they heard and spread it with hate all around, acting like know-it-alls. Jim Brewer explained it in a funny way in his stand-up. Listen to this. Everyone that wants to talk to you about facts and science. No, you do the facts. That, that's all I see when they talk like that. No, this is real. It's the facts because I researched it. <laughs> it's like little parakeets just waiting for the news to come on. Walking in. Ah! <laughs> and then the news comes on. Ah! 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 Dr. Fauci's on. Dr. Fauci's on. Ah! Two masks. Three masks. to get vaccinated. Well, I can't believe you're afraid of f***ing air. You know what the vaccine pushers remind me of? You remember playing any local multiplayer game. They don't make a lot of those today, but any multiplayer game with the split screen, right? You think you're about to win, but then you realize you've been looking at a different screen the whole time and you've been doing nothing but crash into walls. That's what those vaccine pushers remind me of now. I, along with many other people, along with you lovely listeners, we saw the we saw it through logical eyes. It was a vaccine so safe you have to be threatened to take it. For a disease so deadly, you have to be tested to see if you got it. It didn't make sense to me. I've had enough of this sh Vaccine pushers, Biden, and any others that said it would be good after the jab, that life would go back to normal if you got vaccinated and all the bullshit, that things could be done better with Trumpy Bear gone. You for lying. Biden didn't say it was gonna work, you racist anti-vaxxer. Oh yeah? Well, who said this? At a healthcare facility, you should have a certainty that the pro people providing that care are protected from COVID and cannot spread it to you. The various shots that people are getting now cover that. They're, they're, you're okay. You're not, gonna, you're not gonna get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Vaccines prevent Getting infected, prevent getting sick, prevent your hospitalization. 
Our data from the CDC today suggests, um, you know, that that vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick, um, and, and that it's not just in the clinical trials, but it's also in real-world data. Now we know that the vaccines work well enough that the virus stops with every vaccinated person. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus. The virus does not infect them. The virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else. At least there are people out there, celebrities and people with a big platform, that they're not afraid to say something. Listen to what Bill Mayer said. A study this week from a professor at Johns Hopkins concluded that the lockdowns we all suffered through had little impact in reducing COVID deaths. Okay, that's kind of a big one to get wrong. Last July, President Biden said, you're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Well, I already knew that was wrong then, and now we all do. The former director of the CDC, Robert Redfield, believes COVID originated in a lab. And now our intelligence agencies agree it might have. But for months on social media, it was banned to even discuss it. Look, I'm not saying the medical establishment isn't trying to figure shit out or that they're corrupt, although there is some of that. The media and so many fake activists with a lot of money and power and so many dumb following them are still pushing the vaccine propaganda, despite all the evidence against their arguments. Why do they keep pushing it? Why do they do everything they can to destroy people who speak with logic and fight for freedom? Look at the trucker protest. A very peaceful protest. Look at what the Vax pushers are saying about them. They hate it. They despise the truckers. Because for the first time that I've seen since 9-11, people from all sides are seen past the and are united because we all want a normal life. I read something on a newspaper that someone shared with me that I 100% agree with. The headline said that when you've lost even Canadians, arguably the most law-abiding people on the planet, you've lost the political plot. I support the truckers and the protest. I love watching people from all sides hating on the leaders who has them over. And I don't know if you've been watching what's been happening lately with them. Now the trucker rally is officially affecting the United States. Joe Biden wants the prime minister to use the full weight of his federal powers to put an end to the truckers. Formal Obama advisor, and I think she's a professor in Harvard. I forget. But Juliet K.M. tweeted this. The convoy protest applauded by right wing media as a freedom protest is an economic and security issue now. The Ambassador Bridge Link constitutes 28% of the annual trade movement between USA and Canada. Slash the tires, empty gas tanks, arrest the drivers, and move the trucks. Can you believe this? She advocated for violence and vandalism to end the protest, even though it's been very peaceful. Last week, the government intimidated GoFundMe into canceling the $10 million raised for the Canadian truckers. Since then, Give, Send, Go has raised $8.5 million. Now the Canadian government is accused of trying to block the financial aid from reaching truckers and their families. Even though Give, Send, Go said they were an American company and still plan to deliver the money, the United States government is now accused of trying to block this transition as well. 
People has had enough to the point where Prime Minister Justin Trudeau was booed and heckled so loudly and for so long that he had to leave the parliament. And of course, because many conservatives support it, the Dems are going to make it a right wing thing, just like the whole human trafficking thing. What about the human trafficking thing, you say? Well, it makes sense. You don't know because the media will not tell you because it makes Biden look bad and all his supporters. You see, Trump was fighting hard against human trafficking. Say what you will about that dump, but he fought really hard and well against the human trafficking thing. He got the right people for the job, and they were helping a lot of children from getting raped and killed. After Trump left office, though, just because Trump did a good job and it was his project, the Biden administration stopped supporting it. They don't care if young boys, young girls are being sold and raped and killed because of their hatred for Trump. Think about it. Children have to go through hell because they hate Trump so much. It's sad. Enough is enough. Let's go back to the jab. There are some newspapers that are finally speaking the truth because they have no choice now. Lately, I've been seeing headlines that say for children without a serious medical condition, the danger of severe COVID is so low as to be difficult to quantify. Megatron, Omatron, whatever the f*** it is now, may be more spreadable, but not as bad as Delta. According to the CDC, among children, the mortality risk from COVID is actually lower than the flu. But companies that are getting that big pharma check is going hard trying to shut down people who say these things. But they're getting shut down left and right because they don't want people to know the facts. They want money and they want control. You got big media like MSNBC tweeting like with the Omicron variant, kids are either going to get the vaccine or they're likely to get a serious condition of Omicron. Whether you're going with what the CDC says or using your brain, you know, and can tell that this is misinformation. But Big Pharma loved them. They love them for spreading like this. They get to buy a yacht because of it. So it's going to keep happening. Here's a clip I saw on the Young Turks that explained why these big media continue to screw the public. With the exception of CBS, every major media outlet in the United States shares at least one board member with at least one pharmaceutical company. Let me put that into perspective. These board members wake up, they go to a meeting at Merck or Pfizer, then they have their driver take them over to a meeting with NBC to decide what kind of of programming that network is going to air. And for those board members who aren't pulling double duty with a media conglomerate in a big drug company, they still understand that they can't be mean to Big Pharma because Big Pharma pays their bills. Drug companies spend about $5 billion a year on advertising with these media outlets. So when you have a case against Pfizer or Merck or Eli Lilly or any of the other major pharmaceutical companies, do you think those board members are going to let you get on the air and tell a story that's bad about what they do? Or are you naive enough to believe that they really don't interfere with the day-to-day operation? Uh, It can take anywhere from three days to a full week before the media reports on a drug or a medical device recall, if they report on it at all. In the case of Invokana, for example, it took 32 days before media outlets reported about an FDA warning about the product creating too much acid in the bloodstream. The FDA began warning about the dangers of Cook IVC filters as early as 2010, and then it was took five years before the media started paying any attention to that. And it's worth pointing out that these instances, there's only it's, it's only been through non-corporate 
independent media outlets that these stories are told at all. You can replace IVC or Invokana with any of the other drug or any product, and the story's always going to be the same, whether it's strike or hip implants, or C8 killing somebody, or Vioxx killing somebody, or Roundup killing, causing cancer, Xarelto, or Esure, talcum powder. The corporate media doesn't care about these stories because they either share board members with these companies or because they want those companies to keep throwing huge advertising dollars their way. These gigantic media corporations aren't going to do a thing to threaten their relationship with their biggest advertisers. In one way or another, they're always going to express the ideological views of their owners, their corporate owners. Fortunately, an increasing number of Americans are starting to wake up and realize that the mainstream media should not be trusted. In recent years, we've seen the alternative media experience rapid growth. Mainstream media has been losing credibility at a staggering rate, and Americans are starting to look elsewhere for the truth about what's really going on. The only place that you'll hear stories that hurt these big pharma people are from independent media outlets, people running podcasts and YouTubers that have proof and facts supporting their arguments. Big media companies are not going to get a community guideline strike on YouTube or social media for misinformation because they are too powerful. They're going to go after the podcast and YouTubers that threaten those companies. People like that one person that get more views in a single hour than a whole Don Lemon segment. And those big media companies, they're not going to get in trouble for lying. It sucks because they need to be held accountable. You know how many people put the news on when chilling at home and then they feed into this? I know some vaccine pushers. I've gotten in trouble with them for saying things like, hey, to understand the COVID and the vaccine argument, you're telling me that the protected need to be protected from the unprotected by forcing the unprotected to use the protection that didn't protect the protected, right? Uh, well, it, but instantly for questioning it like that, I'm right wing, I'm an anti-vaxxer and I'm racist. Here's a good analogy explaining how people can start using their brains properly. Let's use the example of the weather, okay? You woke up and wonder what the weather is going to be like at that moment. You go on social media to find out. One person tells you, eh, it's raining outside. Another person tells you, it's windy. And then the third person says, it's beautiful outside. You don't need to and or shouldn't quote the f telling you what the weather is. You should go outside or look out your window to see the weather yourself that's the problem with people today without even looking at without even questioning it without even wondering mm, even if it's your team people go hard and they don't give a they will quote they will share i've done this in the past i have i'm guilty of it but now i get in trouble from both sides look at russell brand he is not afraid to call out anybody He's against war, right? Like right now, the Democrats are for war. And if he says, hey, if I'm against war and that makes me right wing right now, then I'm right wing. But he knows he's not right wing. He's just against war. And the part is, and I've said this before, is that there's too many people that are just so hardcore split. You either have to really hate it or really love it. And it's sad. Enough is enough. Now, let's look at how this has affected children. Kids are getting suspended everywhere for what? Not wearing a mask. If you are one of those people that are for mask mandates and vaccine mandates and love watching people and children get arrested for that, you are the worst kind of person. And I hope you get hardcore diarrhea. And yeah, by saying you are the worst kind of piece of you are in the same boat as the pedophiles and the rapists and the 
racist, all that. You're in that same boat when you are just like this, when you get a kick out of people's pain because they don't agree with you. Anyways, check out this news clip from CBN News about kids getting suspended from school for not wearing a mask. Hi, my name is Madeline and I like running. My name is Brayden and I like to do sports. My name is Joshua and I like my family. What 7-year-old Joshua, 10-year-old Brayden, and 13-year-old Madeline don't like is being suspended, along with a dire warning Madeline says came from her principal. They said it will go on my record, and they said it could affect my when I go to college. These Loudoun County students are among 29 who showed up unmasked after Virginia's new governor nixed mask mandates in schools last month. Saying he wants to give parents more control over their kids' education, Governor Yunkin made masks optional in schools immediately after taking office. Loudon isn't the only one to defy the executive order. Welcome news to the Platts who say masks give Madeline headaches, make it hard for Brayden to understand his teachers, and aggravate Joshua's breathing. It made my asthma worse. What was that like? Um... It made me not feel like I was breathing. They don't talk about anxiety. They they don't talk about health. They don't talk about the long-term impact of of what this does to children. But the relief from Youngkin's announcement didn't last long. The siblings returning to school only to learn they're banned from their classrooms. They took us to the library and kept us in there for seven hours. Whenever a class came in, they told us, told the class not to talk to us. Isolated from their masked peers. We were even being supervised. It was just us in this little conference room in the back of the office. And left to learn on their own. It's quarter three. We're learning new things. Like, I have to watch YouTube tutorials. Loudon is among dozens of Virginia school districts still enforcing mask mandates. How do they become the executive branch? of the law. We're like, when can they come for their in-person education that they're entitled to by the Virginia um, state law? And all they tell them, they're like, as soon as they put the mask on. These school systems could be on shaky legal ground, according to constitutional expert Brad Jacob. The Constitution says that the uh, government, including the public schools, may not deny the equal protection of the laws. And so you have to make sure as a school that you are treating the students equally, that they are all getting the same opportunities. Lisa Harcrow says not only is Loudon going against the governor's edict, but in her son's case, doctor's orders. They Right now they're stating that if they approve one medical exemption, that they're going to start having to approve them all. And some parents insist school officials are breaking their own rules. For example, invited guests have been seen partially or unmasked during the same time frame students were getting suspended. This is reports children without a mask could be arrested, although Superintendent Scott Ziegler emailed parents telling them schools don't have the authority. But an elementary assistant principal warned that anyone who is unmasked could face charges. They are not allowed on campus or on Loudoun County Public School property. Starting tomorrow, it will be considered trespassing. And a staff email instructed schools on how to obtain a warrant or summons. LCPS denied our request for an interview and emailed us this statement saying in part, because this issue is currently the subject of litigation, it would be inappropriate for the superintendent to comment.
Meanwhile, the Platts and others now on the outside looking in. As parents, um, what's going on, it's fundamentally and unlawfully wrong. Believe their kids have a legal right to an education, even without a mask, as the wheels of justice turn slowly. In Loudoun County, Virginia, Tara Mergener, CBN News. Kids are f- even more now. For one, they see the adults stressing out. Some of their parents have lost jobs. So, of course, financial stressors are a big thing. Parents are struggling to pay rent or put food on the table. They're struggling to provide for their children's basic needs. During the pandemic, housing and food insecurity had skyrocketed. If kids are stuck in a stressful environment, it can cause physiological damages in the future. And you already know that there are deadbeat mothers and fathers who treat their kids like especially when dealing with substance abuse. So that makes the rates of domestic abuse and neglect to increase at an all-time high. Social isolation is not good for the kids. Their diet is off too. And this is a time for learning. But of course, because of pieces of adults in power, many kids during the pandemic are unable to attend school. So many adults not paying attention to their kids. They're either, oh, school's on, school's off, school's on, school's off, school's on, but mask, school's off. So many adults not paying attention to their kids just keep saying, they're okay, they're okay. The kids are resilient, but they don't understand that they have also lost loved ones too. They're also behind on their doctor checkups as well. Many of you, and you've probably already noticed that during all this, their kids started having trouble sleeping and concentrating. I see it. Many parents see it, but we are told to shut up up when we speak up. Kids just want to go back to normal. I want my kids to go back to normal. I'm tired of making my kids wear masks. I'm tired of telling my boys to fix their mask when we're walking around the store. The other day when my brother-in-law was here, we watched a uh, vacation video I created. It took place in the summer of 2019 BC before COVID. We were hanging in Disneyland. I'm watching people in the background. I remember doing the void VR thing that's closed now. We have fun. People in the background are having fun. Now with these f- masks, I can't tell. People want to get back to that fun. Going out, not having to see what the sign of the retail door says about masks and vaccines. Not knowing if a restaurant dining room is open. Not knowing if the event you're going to is going to be canceled. And kids want that back too. Not just adults. Kids want to play again. Kids want to have fun again. Listen to how happy they are to be done with this. There's a thing that's been happening all around. Parents are getting fired and getting kicked out of places because they are hesitant to give their kids the jab. Parents are not allowed to parent anymore now. How is that? You got idiot teachers that say it's to protect them from COVID. But those teachers don't care about your children. They only care about themselves and are hiding right now behind the union. My theory is this. I'm sure there's people that think the same way, that the reason schools don't want to open right now is because for so long, teachers are not getting paid what they should be. There are many teachers out there that are good teachers and deserve to get paid more. Look at all the funding that went into the COVID, the masks, the partitions, the laptops, all this finance just came from nowhere. I mean, it came from somewhere, but you get what I'm saying. When they open schools up, those people on the board are going to have to pay teachers more. And the teachers are like, well, 
If you want me to go back, you got to pay me more. That's my theory right now. I may be wrong. I may be out of line. I don't know. It's just a theory that I have. Anyways, all of the COVID chaos was so unnecessary. The COVID hysteria, the fear mongering. We've been lied to time and time again. From the origins of the virus to the treatment to the masks, the mandates, and even now, they are lying about never having told us the injections would stop the virus. We lost trust in the CDC. We lost trust in the police when they were arresting people for not having vaccination cards or for not wearing a mask. We lost trust in the government. Governments in some countries, even here in America, allow grocery stores to refuse food to any unvaccinated human being. Refusing food. It's hard to trust the government. Post Malone talked about the government and said something that I think is so very true. Biggest lie, yeah, it would have to be the... U.S. government, actually. Ooh. Give me it. No, I'm serious. Um, the biggest lies the U.S. government. Um, it's not what it used to be. It used to be so sick and about the people and about freedom and all that. Now it's a reality show, and uh, I think there's going to be a lot of weird that happens within our lifetime and within our generation that that really changes the the way of the world. So move somewhere because whenever martial law is declared you have or whenever the credit cards fail whenever your cards fail whenever your banks fail and you can't use your card anymore you have three days to get out of where you are because that's when they're coming for you that's the big move that's checkmate right there and they think they have you but move out to the country get your scraps stand up for yourself build a time the one thing that with me the most we lost trust in family and friends, the people that were supposed to be supporting you, that had your back. But there were many family and friends who were the pushers, who ridiculed you for not getting vaccinations, who pushed lies and false information because in their heads, you were the enemy. You're afraid to get vaccinated. You don't know what's in it. Instant enemy. These are the type of people who don't show any symptoms, not sick or anything, a healthy person. And they forced themselves to go get tested, not for work, not for school, just a healthy person with the case numbers, taking up space for people who do need to test. These are the type of idiots that would go to the cemetery just to make sure they're not dead. We had to deal with these type of people who wanted others who didn't agree with them to die from the virus. What kind of people think this way? Like I said, it hurt so much more. Not when it came from a celebrity, not when it came from TV or in a newspaper or some influencer. No, it hurt more when you had your own family, your own friends that wish and hope that you would die because you disagreed with them. They exaggerated the danger of COVID. They exaggerated the mortality rate among children. Like Bill Mayer said, if the right-wing people have to own up to things like climate change denial, the liberal media should have to answer for how their audience wound up believing all the about COVID. What really sucks about all this is that they know they are wrong. They know all the hate and all the arguments are for nothing. I don't know if you notice a lot of crickets right now. Not as much noise as it was a couple months ago because they know we all have been. F- that is not about Republicans versus Democrats. It is about the people versus big media, the people versus big pharma, the people versus the government. And we can't beat them. They are the ones that win elections. 
the big pharma and the big media, the big corporations. They're the ones that win. Doesn't matter who you think you side with. Look at your favorite politician right now and think about everything they've promised versus everything they've done. And just do it on your own time, just to yourself. You never have to admit it. Just keep it to yourself. Just just think to yourself. I just want you to think this way for just a little bit. You don't have to own up to anybody. You got it doesn't matter what we believe in or who we voted for. I lost complete faith in my government. I did. All I care right now is to make sure that I have fun, that my wife has fun, and my kids have fun before we die. My worry right now at the moment is not what the f- news says. I don't give a sh-. My worry right now is whether I get a reservation at the Blue Bayou in Disneyland. That's it. I'm not going to go crazy with stupid anymore. If it wasn't for the podcast, I probably would tune out 100%. Like I said, the people that spread all this information and scaring the f- out of folks are going to you now and say that the science have changed. The science never changed. Remember, the elections are coming up this year and they can't have Republicans going out campaigning and winning just by saying we will fix the inflation and end the mandates. I've already said it and I'll say it again. They're going to fix it right away. And that, ladies, gentlemen, and my furry friends is how you'll see how this world is and how fake everything is. People from all over the political spectrum has had enough. People are tired after two years of mask wearing, after two years of travel restrictions, after two years of only socializing in small groups. We are all tired of having to make sacrifices because of politics, because these governors are loving the power that are given to them for being in the state of emergency. We are tired of seeing the White House not being ready to ease up on the restrictions. Throughout the world, the unvaxxed are tired of being exiled. We are tired of being treated badly. We are tired of Dr. Fauci. We are tired of people like Canada's prime minister. We are tired of the elites imposing strict rules that so many of them don't even follow. We are tired of this president. We are tired of classrooms temporarily getting shut down. We are tired of a lack of leadership, both federally and locally. We are tired of our workplace opening and closing and opening and closing back and forth, back and forth. We are tired of not being able to get what we want from our favorite retail shops. We are tired of going to restaurants and not being able to hear the wait staff because they're wearing a mask. We are tired of this inflation tired of spending more than what we should be spending on food, clothes, gas, and this that matters. We are tired of going to the theme park and having to walk a mile because the trams are down, but we get to ride next to strangers in close proximity and wait in line as long as we wear the mask, but the trams are still down. We are just tired of all the enough is enough. Next time I want something like vampires or zombies or something, you know, chasing us every day, not this social distancing, then all of this chaos and all the political drama would be worth dealing with. And and you know, another thing that I find funny is that people will lick each other's, put it on only fans and like that, then there will be the ones to force you to wear a mask. You see, the, the mainstream media thinks we're idiots because guess what? So many people act like the way they want us to act. I truly wish the media would give us plain facts so that we can sort out the sh- 
ourselves instead of throwing up false narratives that turns us against each other. But they will continue to profit from their relationships with corporate world and big pharma. They're laughing at us right now while we each other out on social media. I will always do my best to be real with you, lovely listeners, because I know you have the ability to make logical choices and that you think for yourself. It's okay to have concerns about ongoing mandates for the vaccines and masks. Listen, I don't care if you want everybody vaccinated. I don't care if you want nobody vaccinated. It's your opinion. Just don't be a little about it. Don't be a parakeet and repeat everything you hear celebrities, talk show hosts, and news anchors say. They don't know what you've been through. They just want to control or distract you from what really is happening. They do their best to not let you get to the right conclusions yourself. And it sucks. A small percentage of me, and I'm talking like less than 1%, do feel bad for them because they really are not allowed to be honest about the relationship between the government, the big tech, corporate, and big pharma because they are the ones getting paid by them. Money is good for them. If someone gave me millions to say, hey, get the jab, I would sell out too. I would. This is how and why these people went from the government and now you listen to them and they're like listen to the big pharma listen to the big business or we'll cancel you i'm so glad that you lovely listeners are with me and think like me we will continue to watch these sheeples and mindless robots decline while they drown in their own we will continue to grow stronger and smarter because unlike them we are more capable of reasoning with one another we accept differences and opinions until it's forced and we will continue going on saying you hope is infectious that is why this trucker peaceful protest is doing great because people like us have hope you have to seize the opportunity for sharing and forgiving while this pandemic is confusing and challenging for many probably the hardest part at least for me is being separated from the friends and family that actually do give a about me that connection and that love is so critical for our emotional and mental well-being when is this crisis going to end i don't know Will we learn something from this? Maybe. Will we go back to the way things were? I don't know. All I know is that we have our choices. You can make your own choices. I can make my own choices. Which means that we could choose to ignore all of the and focus on the things that makes us happy. Here's a quote someone shared on social media that I want to share with you to wrap it up. We have a chance to do something extraordinary. As we head out of this pandemic, we can change the world. Create a world of love, a world where we are kind to each other, a world where we are kind no matter what class, race, sexual orientation, what religion or lack of or what job we have. A world where we don't judge those at the food bank because that may be us if things were just slightly different. Let love and kindness be our roadmap. Listeners, just remember that your vaccination status won't change how much I love you. Never forget that out of placers. What's up, guys? Happy 2022. You know, the sequel to 2020, right? Here are some stats from Guess What Piece of I'm talking about 2.9 billion monthly users, 1.9 billion daily users, 180 million U.S. users, 260 million users from India. All right. If it wasn't obvious, I'm just going to tell you. Facebook. 
The full Facebook family, Messenger, Instagram, WhatsApp, and of course Facebook, has 3.5 billion monthly users, 2.8 billion daily users, and 73% of the internet users happen to use one of these services. All of these statistics came from Q4 of 2020. Chances are, if you found this podcast, you're similar to me and you're part of the problem. You probably don't like this either, but you still exist in this ecosystem, contributing to it regularly. You know, even if you don't have a Facebook account, they still track you. They still have a library of data just about you, and they're working together with a bunch of other tech data scavengers to help create a knowledge base on anybody that they can. Yes, this information is all being aggregated together to help expand upon China's pre-existent social credit score system. To be real, I quit posting to my Facebook wall because I noticed my financial credit score was lowering the more that I posted. I shared a few things that Defended Rosie O'Donnell's, but I thought the was white tweets, and then my score went from a green tint to a yellowish one. I'm trying to take out a loan for an industrial meat slicer, so I really can't afford to be on Experian's blacklist. I also needed to stop posting because I wasted a lot of time ruminating why my 700 plus friends didn't respond to, and it made me feel like a total loser. So now I don't have to question what kind of piece of I am anymore. And I know a few of those friends are probably dead, but I only got like two likes on my last post. And I'm pretty sure one of those was from a fake account from my most dedicated stalker, James Simmons, the blind NASA engineer in training. No joke, James. Thank you for your countless years of dedication to being the biggest creep of my life. It's been over a decade since I've said anything, but your persistence does not go unnoticed. And now my streak is ruined. Anyways, back to my whole Facebook rant. Us pleb users are not treated equally in this online Topia. They will happily fact-check your dick size and tell you that it's not the size of the boat, but the motion of the ocean. As if that's not some kind of an opinion. But if you're Hickory Dickory the influencer with a million followers, you can post your collection of blackmail pics all day long. Here's an example of some of the scumbag elitists get away with. A Brazilian soccer player named Neymar posted what Facebook themselves call a revenge porn video of a woman who accused him of rape. Even though it was reported repeatedly, the regular moderators could not touch his account. By the time it went to leadership, it had been viewed over 56 million times, and his account was left active in what Facebook called a departure from our usual one-strike profile disable policy. Don't take my word for it, though. An internal Facebook report stated, for a select few members of our community, we are not enforcing our policies or standards. Unlike the rest of the community, These people can violate our standards without any consequences. That's such a great quote, isn't it? It's right there in black and white. They don't give two shits about us because nobody pays attention to us. The devil does not need a disguise. It's the end of days where everything is obvious, but everyone refuses to open their eyes and admit it, and the rest of us can't even break ourselves free of it. I've noticed that businesses don't even bother updating their own websites. You have to check the Facebook or the Instagram to find out whether they're even open because of these constant staffing shortages due to COVID. We all know this crap is addictive, bad for our mental health, and can be a bottomless pit of demotivation where we continue to scroll endlessly just to keep that dopamine drip flowing. Yes, there are plenty of sites and things on the internet that are similarly guilty. But Facebook is clearly the dominatrix that has been a part of our lives for longer than my stalker has been a part of mine. Those 10-year challenges are proof that people are committed to something that didn't die out when it really should have. The minute the ads started covering half the feed and the political division ran rampant, who really is excited for this metaverse? This second life on hyperdrive? This virtual bottle of sweet baby rays? Did you know that barbecue sauce is basically a more sugary version of ketchup, collagulating internally, clogging your ability to take a sh- I just saw an ad on Facebook that told me the average person has an eight-day backlog of 
stuck inside of them. And apparently, we need pills to solve this problem. Instead, I got food poisoning from a Korean wiener dog, and I I now feel pretty confident that my pipes are empty. Earlier this week, my brother sent a message claiming to have bought this land in the metaverse next to the famous Snoop Lion Dogecoin. I thought, damn, my brother is smart. That is about as dumb as purchasing NFT art. It's great for the people behind it, but it's stupid for the consumers. This is an opportunity to be a pioneer in the greatest brainwashing initiative ever deployed against mankind. There's a reason the Omicron variant is still running rampant. Because the government prefers us to think that it's safer to interact virtually and ignore your basic need for vitamin D. I don't think that the vaccine or the boosters are going to be good enough for them. They want to make sure that the majority of us is committed to the metaverse before they truly stop pushing that mask initiative. At that point, will humanity be human enough to unplug, go outside, and receive their dose of the D? Or will it be too late? I'm not really sure, but when we're all living in this empty prison cell with phone goggles pressed against our eyes like contact lenses, at least I'll be invited to smoke virtual weed with Snoopy and my bro. As a small backup plan, I've tattooed a few things on myself like the dude from Memento and try to piece back together my pre-metaverse life. Uh Uh-oh, a black van with a care emoji just pulled up. I gotta go. Fuck you. Put down the microphone. I'm gonna kick Thank you for listening to the episode. Sorry, out of places for another short episode. I was on vacation at the beginning of January, and up until recently, I was broken physically. I'm always broken mentally. I promise that March will be a longer and fuller episode. But keep in mind that June and July will also be short because of the move to South Carolina. If you like the show, leave a like, leave a comment, submit a rating on iTunes, subscribe, follow, and ding our bell or whatever it is you want on the platform you're listening to this on. Just show us how to play some love and share with others this wonderful podcast. If anything I said in this episode offended you in any way, we don't care. Cry to the one that will listen to us sensitive snowflake like yourself just know and understand no one cares other than the music streaming service you're listening to this on you can also find this podcast on youtube to our loyal listeners who made it to the end we love you we appreciate you goodbye and always remember to smile